The Island Digest is a sampling of the stories in this week's Journal of the San Juans, Islands Sounder, and Islands Weekly, which are on newsstands now. The November 16, 2022 edition is brought to you by Orcus Center. Congratulations to the Orcus Vikings and Friday Harbor Wolverines soccer teams for advancing to the state semifinals. The Vikings will play at 1 p.m. and the Wolverines will play at 3 p.m. on November 18th in Renton. I'm Caleb Summers. Headlines from the week of November 16th, 2022. A Thanksgiving dinner that can't be beat. A journey of rebirth. Former Orcus resident Skylar Gregg dies in Ukraine. Lopez Cooperative Preschool Bazaar is back November 26th. Peter is new sheriff, charter amendments, road levy rejected. Plus choice excerpts from the sheriff's log. From the Journal of the San Juan Islands, A Thanksgiving Dinner That Can't Be Beat by Heather Spaulding Approximately 500 islanders are expected to attend the San Juan Island Community Thanksgiving Dinner at the Mullis Senior Center this year. The feast begins at noon, November 24th, and lasts till 5 p.m., and there is no cost. During the pandemic, in 2020, we tried takeout, but that didn't go so well. Last year, we had outdoor seating and take-home. We're back to indoor dining this year, and I'm really looking forward to it, said Margie Ipopo, who has volunteered for the dinner for the last five years. This year, she stepped up to help organize. How did Ipopo get so involved with the annual Thanksgiving community dinner? I don't really cook turkey anymore since my family is all grown, she said. I didn't really have anything to do, so I thought I'd volunteer. I really enjoy it. Her story resonates with how the event originally began. Over 20 years ago, founders Jim and Minnie Kinch decided to gather their island family together for Thanksgiving. Under their direction, the event grew into the popular celebration it is today. Over the last few years, Kevin and Diana Porter, who had volunteered for many years, took over organizing and kept the beloved event alive. This year, Diana has not been able to participate, however, several volunteers, including Ipopo, have stepped up. Their shopping list covers ingredients for a 500-person feast. King's Market donated 48 turkeys, which will be available for volunteers to pick up at Aloha Friday Harbor Barbecue, Ipopo's Restaurant, Wednesday, November 23rd. Ipopo expressed gratitude toward King's, noting the huge expense. The turkeys will be prepped and come with cooking instructions. On Thanksgiving, volunteers deliver the turkey to the Mullis Center at specific times. In order to pull off the feast that cannot be beat, Assistance from the community is essential. Last year, it took 120 volunteers to make the event a success. Bakers can sign up to make a variety of pies. Desserts can be dropped off at the Mullis Center at the volunteers' time of choice. 
People are also needed to assist in preparing and serving the food on Thanksgiving. Local service clubs have contributed financially, but donations are always welcome. Ipopo explained that, in part due to the service clubs, the event isn't in a dire financial situation. A donation jar to collect for next year will be available, however. This year's organizers will be trying out a few new recipes that were donated by someone who attended in past years. I'm so excited to try them out, but it will be a surprise, Ipopo said. Her favorite part of the event is hearing the chatter of islanders bumping into one another and catching up. The chatter has been missing over the last two years. It will be good to get that back, Ipopo said. To learn more about the dinner and to sign up, visit www.islandthanksgiving.weebly.com. From the Islands Sounder, A Journey of Rebirth, by Colleen Smith-Summers. Rafe Perlman's new music is a love letter to the beauty and majesty of our planet. In collaboration with Jake Perrine and Orcas Center, his album, Canoe, will be showcased in a captivating production that will lead audience members on a wild journey of song, soundscapes, visual installations, and storytelling. It's going to feel like you're in an Orcas forest, said Perrine, who is co-producer of the production and Orcas Center's artistic director. It's a visual and sonic feast. This will be an album release party unlike any other. Perlman will be joined by Vijay Kaizen, Everett, Keithhart, and musicians from Los Angeles, the Bay Area, and Portland. The 75-minute show runs Thursday through Saturday, November 17th to 19th at 7 p.m. on the main stage. Tickets are on a sliding scale at www.orcuscenter.org. Perlman grew up in a remote region of Alaska, living off the grid with a team of 25-plus sled dogs and singing to the ravens and wolves. During his prolific music career, he has traveled the world, performing for audiences with the mission of inspiring harmony, unity, equality, and connection. Perlman has appeared at the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts, Burning Man, and Lightning in a Bottle, and was a finalist for America's Got Talent. His voice has been featured on soundtracks for Netflix, Direct TV, NBC, and Thunder Road Films, and on Sony's top video games. He is also a vocal coach and leads sound healings. In the spring of 2020, Perlman visited Orcus to see Perrine, a lifelong friend. Spur of the moment, the two created a live stream show with Vijay Kaizen for Orcus Center. It was a totally immersive experience. It was Rafe with a guitar, instruments, and visuals. That's it, Perrine remembers. It's my favorite live stream we've done. Rafe's music is very evocative. The friends were so inspired by the experience that it prompted Perlman, who had been based in Los Angeles, to relocate to the island. His connection to the natural world was reinvigorated, 
and for the past two years, he has been working on the album Canoe. The music is inspired by his solo time on the Salish Sea, as well as his experiences in Alaska. This project literally changed the trajectory of my life, Perlman said. Canoe represents a vessel moving through water, canoe, and also a rebirthing. Ka means the spirit body in Egyptian mythology, and nu means new. Perrine has been by his side for the past two years, working as a curator and visual translator of Perlman's music. Rafe is the finest vocalist I have ever worked with, he said. In September, the two held a Kickstarter campaign for the November shows, raising $22,500 to help pay for the musicians, audio mixers, video content creators, lighting, stage, and prop designers. Wrote Perlman, Over the past two years, I have been collecting songs that tell the stories of various chapters of my life, and together form a musical journey that I am calling Canoe. It charts personal tales from my childhood living on a river in Alaska with my mother and our dog sled team, and to all the many rivers and vessels I have navigated since. I can't wait to share it with you. Former Orcus resident Skylar Gregg dies in Ukraine by Colleen Smith Summers. Skylar Gregg, 23, has died in combat fighting for Ukraine. Greg grew up on Orcus, graduating with the 2018 high school class. He studied business administration at the University of Wrocław in Poland, where many of his classmates were Ukrainian. Greg had been traveling regularly to Ukraine with friends and instantly felt at home. Everyone was so kind. It gave me the feeling that I used to have on Orcus, when you see people you don't know, but you've seen them around so much, they are your kin. It's a similar feeling, Greg told the sounder in June from his Ukrainian hospital bed, where he was recovering from shrapnel injuries. When Russia invaded Ukraine in February, he immediately took action. I was in eastern Washington when I heard the news, Greg said. I was watching the American news, and it was a little watered down. What I was seeing directly from my Ukrainian friends was really awful. It made me very upset and sad. He joined the International Legion to fight alongside other volunteers from around the globe and flew out of the United States at the end of March. I wanted to do something more than starting a fundraiser. I had a chance to do something about it myself. Greg said. Russia is so blatantly flouting international law. It sets a really bad precedent for these authoritarian countries to just do what they want. At the end of May, a drone dropped explosives on Greg and his comrades while they were eating dinner in an outdoor cooking area. Shrapnel ripped open his forearm and lodged in his leg. He was sent to a military hospital and then transferred to a facility farther from the front lines. He returned to the eastern side of Ukraine to reunite with his squad at the end of June. He died on October 29th. 
I am so grateful for the Orcus community who helped shape Schuyler into the kind man he became, said his mother, Michelle Gregg. He absolutely loved growing up here, and even as a child would voice his acknowledgement of how wonderful Orcus was. The community taught him kindness and love for humanity. When the need arose to give assistance to those in need, he didn't have a second thought. We at the Island Digest send our condolences to the friends and family and the people whose lives were touched by Skylar Gregg. From the Islands Weekly, Lopez Cooperative Preschool Bazaar is back, November 26th. We have good news. Cue the trumpets. Toot-toot-toot-toom. This year, the Holiday Bazaar is back in person. From 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, November 26th, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, the Lopez School Gym and other common spaces will once again be transformed into a holiday cheer extravaganza with wonderful wares, enjoyable experiences, and delicious delights for sale. A percentage of the profits from this event support the Lopez Cooperative Preschool, as well as the local economy. Three cashier stations will again be inside the gym accepting cash, checks, and credit cards so that paying for your artisanal gifts and goodies will be a more streamlined experience. As always, people can anticipate an amazing array of local talented vendors selling their unique handcrafted wares. 15% of vendor sales are contributed to the preschool. Space is still available for more vendors. If you are interested in being a part of the bazaar, please contact us at lcpbazaarreg at gmail.com. Delicious homemade baked goods will be for sale as well as food from Lopez's local food trucks. Remember to buy your raffle tickets. This year promises a wonderful variety of prizes. The equation works like this. The more tickets you buy, the more tickets you get and the more likely you are to win big, so don't hold back. All of the proceeds from raffle ticket sales go directly to support the preschool, and that's what this day, this long-standing island holiday tradition, is all about, supporting an essential Lopez institution whilst celebrating local creativity. The funds raised by the Holiday Bazaar make up one-fourth of the Lopez Cooperative Preschool's income, Bazaar profits go towards supporting operating costs, scholarships to families in need, and classroom enrichment. In county news, Peter is new sheriff. Charter amendments, road levy rejected, by Heather Spaulding. As of Friday, November 11th, there were a mere 50 votes left to be counted in the November 2022 election. Voter turnout, according to the San Juan County Elections Office website, was 76.49%. In the sheriff's race, Eric Peter received 53.08% of the vote, and incumbent Sheriff Ron Krebs garnered 46.81%. The library bond on San Juan Island was rejected, with 58.67% voting no and 41.33% in favor. 
The county road levy was also rejected with 56.93 against and 43.07% in support. All four charter amendments failed. Proposition 1, establishing a public advocate for the purpose of helping citizens navigate San Juan County systems, received 62.64% no votes and 37.38% yes votes. Proposition 2, amending language in the county charter to provide clarification regarding the budget provisions for the Charter Review Commission, staff support requirements, and further resolution regarding term length, procedures and duties of the CRC, and the role of the prosecuting attorney, earned 54.7% against and 45.3% in favor. Proposition 3, amending the current voting rules to include ranked choice voting, was rejected with 57.12 against and 42.88% in favor. Proposition 4, changing signature requirements concerning initiatives and referendums, earned 65.66% against and 34.35% in favor. The Lopez Solid Waste Disposal District Proposition 1 was the only tax levy to pass, garnering 77.21% yes votes. In positions unopposed, the following were elected. Amy Vera will become the new San Juan County Prosecuting Attorney, Natasha Warmerhoven is the new San Juan County Auditor, and Jane Fuller is the new District 3 County Council Member, while Rhonda Peterson continues as Treasurer, John Kulseth as Assessor, Lisa Henderson as Superior Court Clerk, and Carolyn M. Jewett as District Court Judge. In the congressional races, Senator Patty Murray and Representative Rick Larson and State Reps Alex Rommel and Deborah Lekinoff won the county vote. To see the full and updated election results or to view the ballot processing live stream, visit www.sanjuanco.com backslash 1221 backslash elections office. And now, choice excerpts from the San Juan County Sheriff's Log. On November 2nd, a San Juan deputy observed a vehicle parked on the side of the road with litter outside of it. The occupant of the vehicle was issued a citation for littering of less than one cubic foot. On November 3rd, a deputy on Orcas was dispatched to a vandalism call at the village green bathrooms. Photographs were taken and a report was written. There are no suspects at this time. San Juan deputies responded to a report of an attempted residential burglary. A person attempted to enter a residence, then fled the area when the homeowner's dogs began barking at them. No entry was made to the residence. A San Juan deputy responded to a report of a stolen chainsaw. There are no workable leads. On November 6th, on San Juan, a deputy responded to a report of vandalism in which a vehicle's tire had a puncture hole in it. The reporting party did not wish to pursue criminal charges against anyone. They just wanted the sheriff's office to be aware of what happened. 
This concludes the November 16th edition of the Island Digest. This edition is brought to you by Orcus Center. Orcus Center is your place for fun and intrigue this fall with live concerts, performances, art openings, and more. To check out upcoming events and purchase tickets, visit www.orcuscenter.org. Thank you for listening to the Island Digest, a small sampling of what's in your local print newspapers this week. The Journal, Sounder, and Weekly rely upon advertising, subscriptions, and donations to support our mission of high-quality community journalism. To contribute, visit our website or email publisher Colleen Smith-Summers at csmith at soundpublishing.com. Thanks again for listening, and tune in again next week for more news from San Juan County, Washington. I'm Caleb Summers.